are live back in full effect welcome y'all to the ocp organized chaos podcast clap it up for me clap it up for yourself air horns like always give it up for yourself thank you for coming back thank you for joining me um hope everyone had a great week i had a decent week you know same old same old same old vigors same old uh traffic work all that other good stuff that you know being adult is about you know somebody lied to us and said being adult was a good thing if i could trade it i'd go back to being a kid in a heartbeat because this shit is trash but um yeah man you gotta uh, um decisions you gotta make in life being an adult paying bills and, and all this other stuff it's just it's a lot it could be a lot you know um, nobody prepared you for this. Um, I mean, if, if you, if, if you have people that did prepare for you, shout out to you. But a lot of times, most people don't have nobody prepared for a lot of the stuff, you know, that you go through a lot of stuff you deal with, uh, decisions and things like that. So, you know, you just life is a bumpy road. Yo. Life, life is very bumpy. It, it, it takes you through a lot of things, you know, um, ups and downs curveballs things like that so you know um you can only just make the best of it try to make the best decisions uh for you um if you got kids best decision for your kids whatever i know me anything i do anything i do jobs whatever i always consider my my daughter and my daughter's grown now but no matter what i do no matter what job i take um I always consider my daughter and my thought process and my decision making and everything because it's, it's almost like everything I do affects her. So, you know, um, I always think of those things, you know, um, but, um, but yeah, man, I <coughs> just try to maneuver through these uh, through these weeks, through these days, you know, um, talk to my friends, make wise decisions, things like that. Um, Hell, man, I almost not made this week podcast because I was not feeling it at all. I just wasn't feeling this podcast at all this week anyway. Um, just, you know, being tired, going through a lot of stuff, a lot of things on your mind, um, a bunch of different stuff. Um, um, but mainly just being tired, you know, mentally tired, physically tired, Um being mentally tired, I don't know what's, what's worse, being mentally tired or physically tired. I'm always physically tired. I mean, hell, like I said, I've been dealing with insomnia and uh, anxiety, everything, um, restless leg, restless arm syndrome, that keeps you from sleeping. So I've been dealing with not getting to sleep for a long time. But and the worst thing is not having a good damn mattress. Um, I had a good mattress, but I've had that thing for about – eight years now and it's uh yeah, it's about time to get rid of it. i don't even sleep in my bed oh, i think i can count on one hand out the whole month how many times i actually sleep in my bed i definitely need a new mattress so and uh i was thinking about that the other day i was like damn i definitely gotta give me a mattress i need to go to a mattress store um pick out a good mattress um and it's funny because i used to work at a mattress store like I used to work at mattress discounters. I worked at mattress discounters for what? Four, four or five years. One of those four or five years. And, um, 
so I know a decent amount about mattresses. Um, but I know mattress discounters ain't there no more. Um, I think the last mattress I bought was from a furniture store, but I know a pretty good amount about mattresses. Like I said, I worked at a mattress store and, um, anybody work at retail, like, um, retail is, if you work at retail, retail gives you the patience. It, it gives you the patience and prepare you for working in corporate retail gives you the patience to not slap the shit out of somebody in a corporate setting because you deal with a lot of stuff in retail. You did a lot, you deal with a lot of people in retail that hit you with all types of stuff, say all types of things and, and just people just don't care. Yo, retail is a mofo. When I work at that match, when I worked at magic discounts, I, I dealt with a lot of stuff. I mean, I had some fun times. I, I, I ain't even gonna lie. I had some fun times. I worked all over, uh, Maryland. I think I've worked at, Almost every mattress discounters in Maryland that we had. Almost, um, I worked with. I worked at. Um, I worked at the Largo store. I worked at the Bowie store. Um, I worked at the Prince Frederick store. Um, I don't know what the name of that store is. All the way down there's down by California, Maryland. But that store, right? The, the store down there, down in California, Maryland. That was the first time. Well, one of the first times, but the most one of the most blatant times that I specifically dealt with racism, prejudice, or whatever you want to call it. Like people would come in that joint, and I'm literally talking to them right in front of their face, and they do not say a word. Like it was, it's like I wasn't even there. They would only talk to me when they wanted to talk to me. Like it was crazy. Like just the the the, the interactions and stuff like that. Like these were some white folks that I, like I said, I never dealt with that on that level until I worked down at that, at that store in Southern Maryland. It's down in, I don't know why I can't remember the um, name of that store, but it's down in California, Maryland, Southern Maryland. But uh, yeah, man, people would not talk to me until they was ready to talk to me. I'm talking, they wouldn't even say hi. Like, that's how crazy it was. And it was just like, so I would just sit down until they was ready. Cause it's like, there's no reason for me to get up, say hi and all this other stuff. Like I was like, damn, like this is, this is crazy. I was like, Bruh. yo, I, if you ever experienced anything like that, it's, it's, it's a total, um, it's a shock, especially if you've never dealt with that type of interaction before. But, uh, yeah, I, I wasn't prepared for that, that type of interaction. Um, where else did I work? I worked in White Oak. Um, White Oak is is more of uh, more of uh, Africans that come in there, like um, Africans, things like that. Um, they always trying to get the hook up. Um, it's always it's a negotiation tactic based store, you know. Like when you deal with Americans, you deal with foreign, you know, saying foreigners and things like that, you have to learn how to interact differently. You got to know their cultures, know how they operate and how, you know, what, what, what's normal for them or whatever. And so, you know, you want to deal with the haggling and negotiations and stuff like that. So I, like I said, I worked at that, that store. Um, I worked at the Wheaton store. You're going to get more Hispanics coming into that store. Um, where else I worked? Um, 
I worked at the Akakeek store, Southern Maryland. Um, it's crazy when I worked at the Akakeek store, I was there, I was there the longest, um, worked in the Akakeek store. Byron Leftwich actually came in that store to, uh, try to purchase a mattress or whatever. That store was pretty good. That was like one of my home stores. Um, I worked at the Waldorf store, <clears throat> worked at that for a while. Crazy people coming in there. You know, you deal with all types of craziness. Um, I worked at the Prince Frederick store. When I worked at the Prince Frederick store, that store, what's so funny is, because, like, retail store, you know when people, uh, 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 you know when people stealing. <laughs> you know when people stealing. You know when people doing what they ain't supposed to do, whatever, this and that. It's just so funny. It's like, so... I noticed somebody in the store made an order or whatever, and I'm sitting there looking at the ticket. I'm like, how did, now how the hell did somebody sell this for this price? Like, who the hell is this? Then I noticed that the, the, the matches wasn't in stock, so that person wasn't going to get the delivery the next day or whatever. So I call a person, and, you know, I'm telling this and another, but the voice on the other end, I instantly knew it because – I work with this mofo. <laughs> I worked with this mofo and he had a distinct Southern accent. You know, he had a distinct, he, he can't switch his voice up to save his life. And I'm like, why is he trying to act like this is somebody else? Like, this is me. Like you ain't got a front for me. It was, I just, I just went along, uh, along with it. Yo. It was just so funny. It's like, yo, how are you trying to mask your voice when I worked with you for months and I talk to you every day, like, because we all used to call around to each other's store, just talk to people you was cool with, whatever. Like, um, it was just too funny. I was like, yo, why is he, why, why he acting like, I don't know who the hell this is. His voice is so distinct. But, um, yeah, that was wild. Um, I worked in the Bowie location. Um, I worked in Forsville. Forsville, you get some... It's the hood. You're going to get some crazy people. Uh, you're going to get some crazy acting people. Um, shit, we had some crazy acting um, 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 employees, you know. Um, but uh, I think the most craziest store, well, one of the most craziest store. I'm going to get, I'll get to that. But <laughs> I worked in the Clinton store as well. And I used to work with this lady, yo. Yo, she was, let me tell you something about working with people and and people uh uh like I I used to tell people I was like when people come in talking that oh I go to church I'm in a god or whatever this and whatever, I never believe them because those be the people that be stealing the most those people be doing all this other stuff so like we had this one dude that worked in the Waldorf location is you go in the store it's nothing but candles lit he got the he got the uh uh um he had the um what you call it he had the um the gospel music going it was like he he set a whole vibe in the joint but he always talking about god he always just that another man he was still in like a, he was still in like a bug you know? i was like i don't believe none of that stuff because all the people like that was always doing something foul yo and i was working with this one lady yo she was she was the same way it was always god oh i gotta i gotta go to church i gotta this and that another like she was in that joint I mean, one time, I wasn't even working at one time. I just came in on the weekend or whatever. And, uh, like, she'd have her drink in her, like, she would literally have a drink in her hand. Like, she just chilling. Like, she helping the customer just 
drinking hand, everything, chilling. I'm like, how are you helping a customer? You got you, you act like you at the bar, yo. You got a, you got your whole drink in your hand. Like I was like, this is wow, yo. She's legal, smoke weed, like all this stuff. I was like, yo, I don't believe none of that holy holy rollers this and that never like those be the main people that be doing stuff yo and then she the stuff she used to do and she was married too the stuff she used to do she cheating on her husband had people come in that joint bang her out all that stuff yo i was like yo she is wild but um yeah that was one that was like one of the ones that was crazy but i think the craziest one i worked at was uh the model heights location yo Model Heights location, like you wasn't gonna make a whole lot of sales because people ain't spending that much money. It's the hood; people ain't spending that much money. You gonna have to will and deal, whatever, take whatever you can get. Like it was a bus stop. I hate working at that store because it was a bus stop right in front, damn near right in front of the store. So people were coming there, wasted time because um, they waiting on it, but they act like they they they'll act like they. Um, trying to buy matches but all they doing is waiting for the bus to come so i used to hate that joint and then it's in the shopping center so it's like a little strip mall it's in the shopping center you know like people just walking back and forth you know going to uh the different stores so it's it's everybody it's young people kids whatever like normally a mattress store is sitting by itself or whatever people have to make uh, a conscious choice to come up to or whatever but when you're in like a strip mall stuff like that you just want to get a whole a whole bunch of dumb stuff so, um, and those, one of those type, uh, that retail store is like one of those type stores. You can't just sit back and, you know, let people do what they do. They train you to get up, help the customer, try to make the, you know what I'm saying? Try to make certain type of pitches and sales and stuff like that. So you can't just sit back and, and let people do their thing or whatever. So, but I remember I was working, in, <laughs> I was working, when I was working in the Forsville store, and they told me about the Marlow Heights store before I ever even went in that joint. So it was like, yo, that store used to be off the hook. Like they used to have chicks in the back and whatever, because it was like a a a a a clearance because that store where where it was, they used to have a clearance location in the back where it's like nothing but um mockdown mattresses and stuff like that. So people would come in and buy those joints or whatever. But it was a big area in the back so they used to be back there doing whatever they doing so they told me that one lady called the corporate office one lady called the corporate office and she was like <laughs> she called the corporate office and was like yo I sucked that nigga dick and he didn't give me my mattress <laughs> I was like how how do you call a corporate office and say that yo this is like she was ahead of her time, yo. She was probably like, guess who's going to jail tonight? Like, how do you call a corporate office and say, yo, I I I I I sucked them off and he ain't gave me my mattress. So I'm one my mattress, yo. So <laughs> the, they said the district manager came up, white dude, district manager came in the office, came into the office like, Yeah, heard y'all getting head up in here. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> He said, I heard y'all getting head up in here. I was like, yo, I'm like, this is crazy. Like, how does that happen? Yo, like, how does that happen? Like, how do you, how do you even get up the nerves, the gumption to call a corporate office and say that type thing? Like, I guess she didn't care. She was like, she did her deed. She want her damn mattress. Yo, that's crazy. But the funny part is, 
when I worked up there, one day I'm helping a girl. She got this short mini skirt on, like short mini skirt. So I'm helping her, but I'm trying to I'm trying not to be too close to her because, like I said, she got a mini skirt on. Um, and like she started bending over on the mattress. She had no drawers on. And once I saw she had no drawers on, I'd be like, I was like, you know what? I'm a really. I said, you take your time and you go look. But she was trying to entice me. Oh, it's just like yo, and I'm. I'm like, nah, I ain't even, I'm not even falling. I'm not, I'm going forward or whatever. But it's like, like she bending over the joint and she got, she had no drawers on. I'm like, yo, this is, this is crazy, yo. But that's what you got when you worked at that store, yo. That store was just off the hook. I remember I was helping another lady one time and she just flopping around on the bed or whatever. And then she, <laughs> she getting in different sex positions, yo. She got it on her knees and the hands or whatever. This another just She flipped up and just put her arms in and, 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 and legs up and she's like, I got to really try it out. I'm like, and it is big as windows in the front. So it's like, everybody can see up in it. There's no, there was no signs and stuff on the door. Like you just see everything. And so I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm not trying to be a part of this show. It's like the craziness that you saw at that job was just like, this is crazy. You know, um, damn, working at, I just thought about, I just thought about when I worked at the Bowie store, I remember it was this girl that used to work in there. Yo, Oh my God. She was so, she was so damn fat. She had yams. I'm talking about yams. You got yams. Then you just got yams. And that thing was thanging. And she, like, we was real cool, like, real cool. And we always talked to each other every day, whatever, this and other. And then she always wanted to hang out. And I was like, I don't really want to hang out because it's like, like, look at you, you know, like, she never wore a belt or whatever, this and other sort of pants and stuff like that always coming down because, I mean, you know, the yams are yamming, like, but, then, you know, she, I hung out with her a couple times and she wanted me to come over and watch movies with her. This and another. She's sitting there. She got, I could tell she got G strings on and stuff like that. I told her, I said, after like, the, after the second time, I was like, you know what? I told her straight up. I was like, yo, I'm cool with you and everything, but us hanging out, we, we, we can't do it. If we're not doing this, we can't hang out because this is too much for me. Like, look at you. Like, <laughs> like I, I'm, I'm not putting myself in that situation. You know? Like, nah, they, like we cool, but nah, I, I can't sit here and watch that and look at that all day and not want to do something. It's just not going to happen. So, like, respectfully, we could talk while we at work or whatever. But other than that, nah, we, we can't do this. But yeah, she was, ooh, she was ridiculous. But um, yeah, um. That, that was yeah. That was my time in mattress discounters. I still gotta give me a mattress though. I gotta figure it out. I gotta give me a good mattress. I think I need a firmer mattress. But um, yeah, working at retail, it gives you a, uh, and all the other retail jobs at work, it gives you a, a a good patience, the patience that you need to deal with working in the corporate corporate environment because some of the stuff you deal with in corporate environments, you be like, yo, I wish I was back there because. Somebody would have got slapped 
or you know i've seen I, the, the, the amount of stuff i've seen that at uh retail jobs because people like retail job is a retail job like don't nobody care like if i want to smack the shit out you i can smack the shit out you because i can go get another job <laughs> you know what i'm saying we in this joint making like seven eight dollars an hour like I don't care if I, you know, I've, I've seen the fights. Oh, working at, uh, um, one of my jobs, I used to damn near get in a fight every single day with coworkers or whatever, this and other. Like, so it's, it's totally different when you work in a corporate, you gotta, you gotta think twice, you gotta bite your tongue, all that other stuff. So it's, you know, retail gives you that patience or whatever. But, um, I wanted to double back on the conversation I had, uh, last week about, uh, when it's, <clears throat> when I read that tweet about um, uh, black women, gay men, and how they always using uh, gay as an insult and, and, and things like that. And a lot of times you have those conversations, people have certain opinions about it, and it's never, no, that ain't true, this and never, blah, 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 blah. But it is true. It is true. Go in the shade room, look at the post where they had Devon Franklin up there. He took a man, he took a boy's trip or whatever. And it was simple pictures with his dudes, you know, like girls can go on a girl trip when they, after somebody break up, whatever they take, they need their girls to, 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 you know, pull them up and, and, and help them out and, you know, help them get over stuff. But a guy taking a guy's trip, all of a sudden he gay now go in the comments and look and see, Oh, he, he, it looking feminine to me. He's looking real spicy. Looking it's, it's ridiculous. Like that. And it goes back to the, the other point I make, on that last episode, like guys can't do anything without women saying they gay or it's, it just is a, a, amazes me. Like I said, go in that, sh- that shade room and, and, and see, and then I'm, 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 I'm gonna play this clip that further, uh, illustrate what I was saying. So, like I said, anything a man does, it's always looked at as feminine. I don't know what what a man is supposed to do anymore. Like, and like I said, this is a black woman who have always have black women come on the show. Black men and black women come on the show. So everybody in the comments is black. So she's talking about the black woman in the comments, um, calling uh, you know, saying calling that man gay because he's in a jacuzzi or whatever this and that. It's just it's. It amazes me. It's, it's it's sickening that that's how we are viewed, and that's how our women, you know, you use stuff against us, like attacks us. It's like it's sickening. But I just wanted to uh, uh, pull those two, at least those two receipts, um, and you know, uh, show that it's not just something that I'm thinking. It's not just something that I'm saying. It's out there. All the stuff is out there. All you got to do is go through comments. All you got to do is, is is go through stuff and, and look at it and you'll see, you know. But, um, yeah, I just wanted to get that out there. But um, let me get into my uh, uh, 
rant of the week. Let's go. So, my rant of the week, and I thought about this, it was something that I was doing, um, and I was like, damn, like, have we gotten super lazy, yo? Like, technology has forced us to get super lazy, but just anything, like, we're super lazy, yo. Like, I thought about it, I was like, I was in the shopping center, and, like, you could be in a small shopping center, and you go in one store, and the other store can be not that far away from the store you at. You know, we will hop in our goddamn cars and drive over to that other, <laughs> that other. Like, we can't even sit there and walk to the other side of the shopping center. That's how lazy we didn't got. And the crazy part about it, like, me and my brother, every single Friday, yo, we would walk down to my grandmother's house like we was walking from like if anybody know the area i'm talking about i mean i know this is not there anymore like the 51 club we used to live on southern avenue by there we used to walk from there all the way down to the goddamn big chair every friday to my grandmother's house like we used to walk down to there every single friday and hell, even when I work, walk from school and stuff like that, it was a long walk. But it's like we can't even walk like five hundred yards or so to you know what I'm saying. Like we can't even walk yards feet. I don't know. I don't know all that shit. But like we can't even walk from one store to the next without getting in our goddamn cars. You know, I remember my. <laughs> I was telling my daughter she needs to, you know, because uh, uh, um, she was complaining about how much Uber costs and stuff like that. I was like, well, won't you take the bus or whatever? Oh, she didn't want to take the bus. This and another. We talk about the same girl that used to walk. She, she lived in the Northwest. She used to walk by Dunbar all the way down to freaking Chinatown. And this and another. I'm like, yo, you used to walk from here to there, downtown. I'm like, we've gotten super lazy with everything yo like we don't we don't want to do anything that takes a little bit of effort yo i just find it amazing like how things once you get once you get a car things you ain't gonna do no more i ain't catching no goddamn bus what do you mean catching the bus i ain't catching the bus no more i ain't walking yeah we've gotten ridiculously lazy i thought about that myself included i thought about that i was like yo how lazy have i gotten that I won't walk from here to here. It just, you know, that's that's just how technology and everything uh, got us going, you know. It got us super lazy. It made everything convenient and this, that, and other. Like, I don't know. If, that, if, that, if, if, if that's where we going, we pretty soon we just going to be doing everything from our home. You know, we're going to be doing everything from when we, it won't be no reason to go outside whatsoever because we're going to have everything at our fingertips. We already fat, lazy, whatever, you know, we just, we getting fatter and lazier, fatter and lazier. That's pretty much what we're doing. But that was my rant for the week, you know. Um, now let's go to my, my Twitter post for the week. Let's see. I was conflicting which one I wanted to use, uh, but um, I thought about this one right here because I was just having a conversation with somebody. So I was like, let me yeah, let me throw this one out. Um, this this lady said, um, 
Why aren't relationships based off of chemistry and friendship anymore? I must be old school. And I thought about that and I was like, that's, that's, you know, it's it's real good. Um, uh, question because, you know, back in the day, like, um, when the social media wasn't here and, uh, you really had to talk, talk to people on the phone. And even when we had cell phones, but we had like, you only had nighttime minutes. You had to get in your conversations when you can get in and different things like that. But just even before, even before the, let's say even before the social media, area. before the social media area. Yeah. People went out, people did simple things. They liked each other. You know what I'm saying? You had a good chemistry with somebody. You liked each other. You just go out. It doesn't matter what you did. You just went out and had fun with the next person. Nowadays, you have to press this, impress this person for them to like you. And it's crazy because it's like, oh, you got to take them to Prime. You got to take them to Eddie V's. You got to, they want all this different stuff. And it's like, but that, that has no bearing. It's like, how, without all that stuff, are you going to like me? And I always tell people like chemistry or whatever, this and other, when you take away all this stuff, you're not going to go out every day. You're not going to go, you're not going to this place. You're not going to that place. If you strip everything out of you dealing with another person, can y'all have fun together? Because that's what it's going to be after a while. You know, once you went everywhere, you're not going to be going out all the time. You're going to be interact with that person more so in the house than you are out and about all the time. And we've lost that. We've lost that, that feeling of interaction. And, and because we want, we looking on social media and seeing these rappers and these other people doing all this amazing stuff. Um, and so we want that. And if another person, another guy or another girl can't do what that other person did, then it's like, oh, I don't want them. And this and that another. We living off of memes. There's no relationship. It's like there's no chemistry. There's no friendships or whatever. Uh, that's why people, you know, leave so quickly or whatever, because it's like nobody is building that. They building moments. Oh, I went here. I went there. He took me there and we did this. And, you know, oh, he, he, he took me over here and we, we had this expensive date and, and this and that. And, that. and it's just like, okay. And then what? Then you went home and y'all, you know what I'm saying? Y'all ain't even speak. You went somewhere else and you spoke to somebody else, whatever this and none of that matters. Yo, like I always, I, for me personally, I like somebody that I can really interact with somebody I can really, um, have fun with you know i like girls that are funny because i feel like for me i feel like i'm on a stage like i'm always in a show like because i gotta make first of all i gotta try to win you over i gotta keep you engaged and and, and you know saying entertain you then i gotta make you laugh and so that's a lot of work i gotta take you out i gotta win you over and i gotta be funny and i like it's a lot so it's like I like when it's it's back and forth, you know. So I like a I, I like a woman that that can keep me engaged because then I feel like you know I, I'm I don't have to do so much. I can really just enjoy that that person. And back in the day, you know, when I didn't feel like I have to, or you know, saying you didn't feel like you have to keep up with Jones and go to all these different places and stuff like that. It was just about having fun with a person, talking to a person, getting to know a person or whatever this and other. And I mean, that's why I, I, a lot of the 
people I used to talk to or, or I, 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 you know, maybe dated for a little while, I still talk to them. I'm still cool with them. I might not talk to them per se, but it's like we're still cool. If they reach out and, and need advice or ask for some whatever, this and other, we still there because it's like it wasn't about all that dumb stuff. You know what I'm saying? All the stuff people are into now is just it's just all fluff. It's all dumb. It's like and then you got some dudes that want to do all this lavish stuff or whatever this and other. That means nothing if if you strip all that down, that person don't even like you outside of that. If somebody don't like you outside of that, then then you ain't you ain't what you think you are. I go for men, man and woman. You know what I'm saying? It's like if you need outside stuff, if you need props just for just for your interaction with a person to be great, then it ain't it, it ain't built on anything. But if we could just sit here in the house and just have fun, have a normal conversation and laugh and joke or whatever, this and other, then that's building something. You're not building something when you constantly, all you're doing is going out and going to these expensive places and, 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 you know, um, um, doing all these things that, yeah, it's fun. It's dope, whatever. I'm not saying you can't do all that stuff. What I'm saying is, if that's the basis of your relationship, you don't have a foundation. You don't have a basis, you know, but, um, yeah, I, I agree with her. I'm I'm old school, but like I said, people, we don't have those connections no more. Nobody's looking for no connection. Everybody's everybody's faking. Everybody wants what they what they see. And I was telling somebody else. I was like, you know, back in the day when when people dealt with somebody, they didn't know about all these other people two three miles away. They didn't know about, it, so they dealt with who was in front of them, and they made it work or whatever. Or they built. A chemistry, they built the relationship, whatever that's another. And before social media, you ain't know all these people think they got so much access to all these different people when in reality you don't. Yeah, you could see these other people and you might be able to interact with them, but that doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything because you just sing stuff, but that don't mean you have access to all these people that are out there. You know, and that in turns ruin so many so many um so many things that, that 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 could be great, you know. I remember, like I say, I, I I dated okay, I dated this one girl, and I when I talk about this, but I dated this one girl. Like we were cool in every single aspect, and um, I'm talking about everything. And I think she told somebody. I don't know how true it is, but she told somebody that I like everything about him. I like everything. Nice look, you know what I'm saying, handsome, funny, blah, 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 blah. You roll down the list, I checked it. I just don't see him as a boyfriend. It's like, well, what the hell do you want in a person? Like, I just, I always try to figure that out. Like, what do you want in a person? You know, if, like, that person, I haven't, you know what I'm saying, I think the last time I went out with that person, maybe about two years ago, maybe year and a half, something like that. But um, I could pick, we could pick, say I went out with her tomorrow. It'd be like we never missed a beat. We're going to have fun. We're going to laugh and joke from the time she hit the hit the car to the time she leave out the car or whatever. That's how it's always been. That's how it always is. But like I said, I don't know. You don't ever know what a person is looking for. I, you don't know what people are looking for. They like, some people like toxic stuff. Somebody, some people are used to toxic stuff. But those are the type of relationships you be looking for with like, yo, we can have fun no matter what, you know, 
we interact well, whatever this and other, but it's like, you know, for whatever reasons, people, we don't be liking that. They be looking for outside things that, yeah, it, 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 um, it satisfies a one thing over here, but everything else is missing, you know, people don't see that, you know, um, but I don't know, maybe we'll, maybe one day we'll get back to that. They always say everything comes full circle, whatever things repeat themselves. Maybe one day we'll get back to that. But right now we just, we're not there. We just in a, uh, a tailspin or in a world, we're in a world when be, where people are just at odds, men are at odds with women, women are at odds with men. And it's just, you know, it's just spinning back and forth. And maybe one day we'll, we'll figure this thing out, but you know, I don't know, but, um, that was my Twitter post of the week. That was a good one. Um, but let's get into two things that I may or may not give two shits about. Um, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Um, we're going to start with Meg and her interview. It's so funny because I wish I could uh, give this person credit and I wish I would have screenshotted it. But, um, when all this um when all this stuff started coming out about the evidence and stuff like that and it wasn't looking good for Meg or whatever, somebody said, Yo, she gonna sit down with Gail Wack one hundred said this too, but I heard this I saw this first before I heard Wack one hundred saying it. She gonna sit down with Gail King, she gonna sit there and they gonna talk about her moms, they gonna talk about us all of this stuff to get sympathy from the people. And that's exactly what happens. We don't know exactly what happened, the exact details and, and what happened. But this interview, if she was trying to make herself look good, it did. I don't know who advised her to do this. It made her look worse because her stories are so inconsistent or whatever. Something happened to her, but what she's saying happened and she's omitting so much stuff. It's so much stuff that she's omitting. And like I said, her story has changed a ridiculous amount of time. You know, it's changed so many times that it's crazy. And to a person, let's say, let's say I was, you know, um, one of those people said you need to, you know, just, uh, um, you need to, um, just uh, believe her and, you know, protect her, whatever this and other. I say I was on that side. But a thinking person, a thinking person, after hearing that interview, would have to, would have to scratch their head and be like, hold on. Some of this stuff does not make sense of what she's saying. And if she really wanted to get people on her side, the one thing about telling your side of the story even if you want somebody to believe you, you can't make yourself to look out, look, look as a saint. You you can't make yourself look like a saint in the whole story. And that's what she's tried to, and that was her big mistake because it's like, even if what you saying is not the truth, you got to throw, you, you got to throw some truths in there, but she made it seem like I was at a party. I wanted to leave. I wasn't doing anything. I didn't yell at anybody. I didn't do anything. Then when they got to, was you having sex with him? You could tell she was lying when she answered the question because she did what most people do when they lie. They, they ask you the question you ask right back at you so they can think of something. And she still paused 
when she answered it, when she asked her that again, it's like, come on now, you everybody, even a woman that believes her still had to pause and be like, Meg, now that seemed like a lie because you, you don't have to pause on that one. If you know you ain't sleeping from that would have been an emphatic. No, but you had to think about it. So it's one of those things. It's like, even when you telling your story, you can't make yourself to look out, look at like a saint. Now, from what they saying, like she said, they was at a party. She was ready to leave. And that's why they left. Everybody, even people that was there said that is not true. She got kicked out. Well, they all got kicked out, but they got kicked out because of her, because she was drunk. She was there all day. From what they saying, Tori was only there for like he came late. He was only there for about 30, 45, 30 minutes to an hour before they got kicked out. She was there all day. She was drunk. So Kylie kicked them all out or whatever. So, um, and then she said, then, you know, saying in her other stories, she said, oh, we all was arguing or whatever this and another. But then in this interview, she said they was arguing and it had nothing to do with me. So which one is it? Like you keep on, you know what I'm saying? And then she's saying, Oh, we didn't have no sex in relationship. I could have sworn she had a song. She was like, Your only claim to fame or a freestyle or something, your only claim to fame was sleeping with me. So which one is it? I might be mistaken. But I thought on the freestyle, that's what she said. So which one is it? Did you not say? But your best friend, or used to be best friend, why are you not talking to her? I but that's a whole nother story. Why are you not talking to her? If this man did this, did this to you, why are you not talking to her? I don't get it. But, um, but yeah, it just, it, like, like I said, I don't think her PR team did her any justice or whatever this and another, um, because it made her look even crazier. And it's one of those things. It's like, um, she's trying to get in front of the sympathy because this case is not looking good for her or whatever, as far as the evidence and everything that's going on. So it's like, let's get out in front of this so we can just grab this sympathy. We can still get people on our side. If we, if we decide to throw this thing out or just, or drop the charges or whatever, then it'll look cool. You're talking, but you won't talk on, you won't talk in court. If this is your story, why won't you say this in court? Because when you're on that stand, people can pick your stuff apart. Gail King did a horrible interview. She did a horrible interview, but it was an interview to call her along in that in that interview. Instead of asking her the tough questions, she didn't ask her no questions. It's like, well, Meg, yeah, I understand you was trying to protect people. If if this is what you say, you was trying to protect everybody from getting shot or whatever this another. When you was at the hospital, you wasn't in front of that person. You weren't in front of the police or whatever this another. And the people and it said that the doctor said she had bullet fragments or whatever, and she was still lying. Well, why was you still lying? Nobody's in front of you. Tori's not in front of you. The cops is not in front of you. Why are you still lying? Who are you protecting at that point? But people don't think about these things. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, they, people don't have this type of thinking. A, a thinking person would think about these things. You know, what changed from that night until the next day? What changed where you say this person shot me? 
because you had every opportunity to tell somebody at the hospital that somebody did something to you. What changed? That's all we want to know. We know something happened to you, but what possibly changed um, in that little bit of time frame? You know, but like I said, that that interview was 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 not good for her, especially if you want people to believe your story and believe what you're saying and, you know, saying things like that. People want to know because it's been dragged out a long time. You know what I'm saying? We know something happened to you, but from the evidence, it's not looking like it happened. What you said happened, happened, but we know something happened. So we just trying to get the, you know. But that's my two cents. I could be wrong. I'm just telling you what everybody, even the, the 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 industry, what you get from the industry and people that talk to people and, you know, saying things like that because they be in a no. So, you know, like I said, even the people, even the people, the one thing about um, one thing about um, some of the stuff she said, you got people that was there at the party and you got uh, ring cameras and eyewitnesses. And even when she said, Tori said, told her to dance, which nobody heard that the ring camera didn't pick that up. People at the party, all of them, you know, saying a lot of them said she got kicked out because she was super drunk, super drunk. But, um, you know, it's what it is. I'll leave it alone. Um, yeah, I'll leave that one alone. But, um, then we got this. I don't even know how we get to this point. But we in this social media area era, like people could just do whatever they want. We got this fake Drake and fake Dirk. Like, how do people get famous off? Of, now I know in Vegas and a bunch of places, people imitate Michael Jackson, whatever this number. But you can clearly know they they doing it, they dancing, they dance for money, they doing this and that. But you got people that's like acting like these people with paparazzi and acting like they got paparazzi, or whatever this and that. Like. Is this where we at now? And this is one of these things that I don't give a shit about, but I'm just talking about it. But is this where we at right now? This dude, he looks a little more like French Montana. He like a he looked like the chunky Drake before the lipo. But um <laughs> he looked like the chunky Drake. But it's like I don't know, man. I'm gonna leave that where it's at. I I got no words on this. This is crazy. Um then we got the student loans, Biden and the student loans. And I was telling my homegirl because we both been watching this. Like, yo, are they going to cancel these loans? Are they going to do whatever? What are they going to do? I've had an application then to cancel my student loans for two years now. And I've gotten no response, whatever, no actions, whatever. When I call, it's like, oh, they're still in review, whatever, this and whatever. Like, yo. Now it's just I think it's just talking points. People just want to keep on talking or whatever. I was like, are, they, are you going to do something that? But I think student loans are predatory because I pay seven hundred dollars a month for them bitches and them joints don't go nowhere. How you pay seven hundred dollars and your balance go up? Like these is super predatory, yo. Like because you get some people be like, oh, I paid off all my student loans, but they had like eighteen thousand dollars in student loans. Yeah, you can pay that off. That's like paying a car off or whatever. I mean, fifty thousand is like paying a car, but the interest is not as the same as like on a car. Like, like I said, you can pick $700 a month. You can see your car loan going down. I don't see this going up. I don't see my, my, my pay. I don't see that loan going down at all. Yo, like 
they need to do something. If you can send all this money, you can you can uh, uh, bail out. If you can if, if you can bail out uh, uh, all these institutions and, and different things like that, you can bail out people with these student loans, yo. Because this is crazy. Yo. I only got the I only got a funky fifty thousand dollars anyway. Like you can bail these, you can you can cancel my shit. You should cancel my shit anyway because it falls under the parameters that y'all say it it does. Like my school, it used to have a bunch of campus. Now I only have like two. The one I went to was closed, um, lost its accreditation, and they was and and uh, they had to pay the uh, DOJ because um, uh, improprieties and stuff like that. Those three things right there fall under the category that it should be allowed to be forgiven. But for some reason, I haven't got no type of answer yet in two years. Get it together and do what's right. Cancel those joints. If you cancel some of my joints and cancel my daughters, I'll, whew, I think um, I'll be so happy, yo. I, I'm, I'll probably faint. Like, cancel these joints, yo. But um, then I, I, you know, they had a uh, this last topic. Um, it's an important topic. It's a very important topic. Um. They they had this post on um um on on shave room and they was talking about the magnetory situation whatever this and other and for some reason what's the name Tahiri is always popping up talking about domestic violence and Joe Button whatever this and other when like yo like I seen you the video clips are up it's like I only know you because of Joe Button. But I know you because I watch all Joe Button TV and I seen I seen the episode um, where some dude at the place you was working two piece you and your shit was busted. You know what I'm saying? Cause she's a person who likes to fight. She's a person who likes to fight. And I remember she tried to throw those accusations on him and everybody pulled up those receipts like, Hey yo, like we seen that episode. And soon as she was talking about, it, I was like, yo, I seen that episode. You was fighting with somebody at your job. And I've seen a bunch of episodes where she was hitting him. She was throwing stuff at him, whatever this and other. It's like, you know what happens? Um, but nobody cares about that. No, Nobody cares about that. A woman can hit a dude all day long, and it ties into, uh, um, damn, what's the dude name? The 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 uh, the Amber, whatever, Amber Heard, and um, I don't know why I can't think of the name, the, um, the actor right now, but she was abusing him. You know, he in a fight, you know, saying he's in this legal battle. But she clearly on it should be an open shut case. She's on tape telling him, go ahead, like tell him they're not going to believe you. Like I'm this blah, 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 this small girl and I hit you. So what? Like this should be an open and closed case. But it's not. He got to keep on proving. You know what I'm saying? It's like he said so many times, yo, I fear for my life. But no, nobody, nobody listening. Nobody listens to guys. And a lot of guys deal with this. You know, a lot of guys deal with domestic violence when it comes to women because women feel like they can hit you. They can blame it on their emotions or whatever. And this and that and other. And it's cool. I remember I said something to one of my ex-co-workers and I was like, yo, we was talking about this type of stuff. I said, yo, this girl was mad that her man was cheating on her. Actually, it wasn't even her man. And she shot this dude in the head. She was like, well, I bet he won't do that again. And I'm like, he's not even here anymore. 
I'm like, that's crazy. Like, think about what she said and how easy she said it with no remorse, no anything or whatever. But that's what it is. Like, women throw things at men. Women hit men all the time. And it's 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 not cool. Like, we're expected to be superhuman and women do all the stuff and, and not do anything. But you're an adult. You should be able to keep your hands to yourself. I don't care about your emotions. I don't care about anything. You should be... A, a girl hit me before. You know, said, girl, I was in a relationship. She hit me before. And it's like, that was the last time she hit me. I didn't hit her or anything, but I I made it known that you ain't going that that ain't going to fly. But it's one of those things like I've been through that before. You know what I'm saying? It's like, but in this world, men are supposed to have this superhuman restraint. Like we don't have emotions, we don't have things like that. And it's like we do. Like somebody keep on hitting you stuff like that. Yo, you don't you don't know somebody's level or somebody's point where they snap. You just don't. Everybody got different thresholds or whatever. But then it's like, if I snap, then it's something wrong with me. But you just getting mad at what somebody said. You can use that as, oh, I was mad. You upset me, my feelings, and you hit me. It's cool that you hit me. It's cool that you threw whatever you threw at me or whatever, and I'm just supposed to live with that. Nobody talks about this stuff. You know, you have, like I said, you have a lot of uh, men that deal with this and men don't even say anything because it's like, who believes us? Nobody believes us. Nobody believes us at all. And then we look like a punk, a bitch or whatever. If we say something and because people laugh at it, you know, like it's, it's something got to change. You know, I just was wondering how come what's her name is always popping up when we've seen her hit dudes before. So it's like, how can you keep on talking? How can you just pop up whenever randomly and talk about the same thing over and over again when that was disproved all the time? And we've seen you. We've seen your actions and what you do, but it's so cool for you to say this. Like, like nothing is nothing like nothing's wrong, you know? I was like, we have to hold more women accountable of those type. If we're gonna hold men accountable for the nasty shit they do, and you know, saying how they abuse women and, and and different things like that, we gotta hold women accountable for the same thing. We do, like you know, just a insinuation of if a woman lie on you and say he hit me, he this and another, even if it's not true, you know how long you know that that stays on that man forever just because somebody accused that man of that. That's crazy to me. That is so crazy. And even if we've seen a girl hit hell, Meg's been in, she's been arrested for assault, but that don't follow her. Nobody talks about that. She's been arrested for assault, but that don't follow her. Nobody brings that up. No, it, it, she's cool. Like, I just, I, 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 I don't understand how, you know, it's double standards with everything. I, I know, but it's like, yo, how a man can be accused of something and he's not guilty and then it follows him for the rest of his life and people will insinuate and be like, oh, you was accused of this. Yeah, I was accused of this, but I didn't do it. You know what I'm saying? That get lost in it. That get lost in everything. And But like I said, you got some dudes that, that are foul. You got some dudes that that's how they are. And that's, that's a shame. Those dudes... You know what I'm saying? 
should be locked up, whatever. But you got some dudes out here that's been accused of stuff, like accused of stuff, and they had nothing to do with that. But then you got women that they have no recourse on the shit that they have done. None whatsoever. They have zero recourse on them hitting, throwing, whatever. Like, it's crazy. But we need to talk about it. If y'all want to talk about it, let's talk about it. I know some more guys that have this type of these type of uh, um, stories and stuff like that. You just don't really you don't really talk about it. You know, like I said, I've been a part of that. You know, a woman has smacked me in my face. And like I said, like it was with and I was young, too. So it's like, you know, I don't know, man. But that was that was, that was a uh, topic I just wanted to end it off with, you know, just wanted to end it off with. But um, shout out to my sponsor, Demoji Clothing, shop Demoji Clothing, uh, sales going over there, high quality merchandise, like always. Um, we got a new we got some new stuff coming. It's going to be new stuff coming very soon. Um, got some specific stuff for women that's going to be dropping as well. Um, yeah, you know, shop. Shop Demoji Clo. Follow me on uh, Instagram, Demoji Clo. Follow me on TikTok, Demoji Clo. Um, I'll leave all of the, you know, I do the pop ups, leave all of the descriptions and everything like that, so you can head over there. Um, dope brand, going to get even doper, and um, yeah, that's what it is. And um, like I always say, man, get your weight up, not your hate up. You know, congratulate the next person, strive to be the best person you can be. And, and, you know, keep on, keep on going, man. Keep on elevating. Don't hate on the next person because it's their season. You know, you going your season is going to come up and it's going to be, it's going to be big. It's going to be great. And you're going to love it. So like I said, get your weight up, not your hate up. And, um, with that, I want to say thanks you. Thank you for your time. It's all my time to the next time we are out of here.